everybody, it's Elaine. And TJ. And we're back for another episode of TJ and Celine Nerd Out 2 Nerdy Things. Uh, so this week we are back and we're actually, we're so excited about this topic. It's going to be so good. TJ and I have been talking about this for a couple weeks. Uh, we're actually it's going to be lit. It's a vibe. <laughs> On fleek. YOLO. <laughs> All the old ones. I can't think of any more that my sister hates that I say. There are some old ones that yeah. I still say too. Um, we're actually talking about um, magic and illusionary. So we just watched a, a documentary about magicians and how they do illusion work and, you know, kind of the secret of the magic. Which you're not supposed to tell anyone, but we're like, roll the dice. Let's tell everybody the things we've learned. Spill the tea. So... First, we're going to go over each separate trick. Yep. So first, we'll do the card tricks just to give you guys kind of like a layout. And we'll also like put this in the notes to put the time stamps of what we're talking about. Love so for, first, we'll do um, card tricks. Then we'll do illusion tricks. And then finally, we'll talk about magic in the movies. Like you've seen some of them. The Prestige, The Illusionist. I was just going to say that one. Yeah. So we're just going to kind of go through every single magician. David Copperfield is a famous one. Houdini. Um, just go through our thoughts. We wrote down a bunch of notes. I actually have six pages of notes here. What you? Yeah, I have eight. TJ wrote so many notes during this documentary. I watched. Um, I th thought of another magician's movie. Um, now you see me. Now you see me. Mm -hmm. One and two. Mm -hmm. Um, we recently tried to get into the show The Magicians. Mm -hmm. Learned mm -hmm. a lot. Yep. Not so much, but you know, enough to have an opinion. Yes. You know, on magic itself. Yeah, so we have a lot of notes to get through a combined total of 14 pages. So Something like that, yeah. Let me, let so, me pull out my, my my notebook here. Oh my gosh, you wrote so I many notes. wrote so many notes. That's like, oh, we're going to... You guys, this might be a long one. Yep. Okay, so we're just going to... We're just going to hop right in. All right. Buckle First in. Off, I'm just kidding, guys. <laughs> <laughs> You sounded so serious. I was like, are we actually going to talk about that for a little bit? Because I don't have anything. No. That was probably the most detailed one yet. It really was. And you sounded like so confident. Where other times we're like, we're going to talk about um, a book called... Like this time you're like, we're talking about magic, yo. It came out of absolutely nowhere. Right. I don't know where that came from. I'm not really sure. We're not talking about that, guys. We don't have pages of notes. We never write notes. And I didn't really like any of those movies, so... <laughs> I like Now You See Me. That one was okay. I like Now You See Me. Yeah. Um, second one was... Mm. Yeah. It was all right. Yeah. No, we're not talking about that. Um, I hated The Illusionist. I actually saw that in the theater. That's the one Scarlett... No. no Jessica Scarlet... Biel's in that one. Yeah, Jessica Biel and... And Edward Norton. Yeah. The Prestige is the one just, or, oh my god. Scarlett Johansson? Yes. Yeah. I didn't like that one either, though. I didn't get it. I didn't get it either. That's why I didn't like it. <laughs> I didn't understand. It was like, beyond my comprehension. Alert, you find out there were, like, twins, and I was like... Yeah, I remember the ending was super weird. I was like, well, how the fuck are they twins? I don't know. How did nobody know he had a twin? It was the 18th century. Who yeah, knows? I guess. There was no social media. Nope. <laughs> nobody knew. Nobody knew. Um, no, we're not talking about that because we would only be talking for a matter of five minutes before we gave up. Yes. 
All you would hear is the click clacking of us Googling. Yep. But what are <laughs> what are we talking about, Teej? Well, gosh, it's been a minute since uh That sounded like so dad like like oh. gosh. Oh gosh darn, it's been a while. I know. No, um it's been a been a minute since we've continued our Marvel movie marathon that started like three years ago. <laughs> I mean to be fair we did watch a lot of things in between, so we couldn't. I mean, we couldn't watch it. Yeah. We also had multiple movie marathons during the season, holiday season, so I think that like put a yeah. Well, Halloween, Christmas, and then we kind of took a little break and um, just found ourselves centered ourselves. Um, yeah. Yeah. So this week we're actually going to be talk. We continued a little bit with our Marvel movie marathon. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about Avengers Age of Ultron. Um, did you see that meme I posted today about it? I did. I commented did on it. Yeah. It? <laughs> I, uh, I said literally, and then I said, it's funny because we, we just watched this. Um, <laughs> um, for those of you that aren't Facebook friends with either of us, uh, I posted a meme that was like, Ultron is the best villain because he literally spent five minutes on the internet and was like, all right, the human race. Has no, go. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, so we probably won't continue with our Marvel marathon for a while because next week Ms. Marvel starts. I know, and it's crazy. not weird. Um, so we'll probably podcast that. Well, well okay, we'll, we'll we'll definitely podcast the first episode. If it's okay, we'll probably combine episodes and podcast them. Yeah. Um, we'll kind of see our flow of things we usually feel it out how much we like something yeah like we really didn't podcast halloween the new one i forget the name now halloween kills yeah halloween kills because we talked about it but we didn't podcast like moon Knight, i felt like we could we could have covered six episodes in two episodes of 100 because not much happened each episode Mm -hmm. um no i agree i think we're just so excited yeah, well, because hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah, so we'll see what what the what the upcoming show was like and uh, play it by ear. Yeah, but this week, <clears throat> go through puberty. <laughs> this week, <laughs> um, we're gonna yeah we're gonna talk about Age of Ultron. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I actually, well, I remember every Marvel movie that I've seen in theaters because I've seen them all in theaters. Um. Actually, no, that's not true. I did not see Thor The Dark World in theaters. Did you not? Mm-mm. Oh. Because I didn't... I wasn't that excited about it. No. It and wasn't really good enough to see in theaters either. No. So. Um, yeah, that's surprising. The only one that I have not seen in theaters. Um, anyways. Yeah, so I remember seeing this movie in theaters. And I I loved the first Avengers movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember walking out of that movie and just like... Warm and fuzzies. Warm and fuzzies, like you always say, it was a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not have that that with this one when I initially saw it. Um, you're you're going to bring it up later, so I won't steal it from you, but... Um, you can. No, so you can talk about it. It just... It... It was a great... It was a cool movie. Mm-hmm. Visually, very beautiful. Very appealing. Um... But the story was just lacking. It was pretty flat. Um, it did further. Now looking back, it did further the the plot, the 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 um, Infinity Stone plot quite a bit. It it did. 
now. Yes. Like, again, looking back, you're like, oh, yeah, that actually... Which I hope happens for the rest of yes. Marvel. We've talked about that. Yeah. Um, anyways, my point being, now that I have rewatched it many times since it's come out, since it came out like almost eight years ago, which is weird. It makes me feel so old. Yeah. Um, now that I've rewatched it a bunch of times, um, I actually really enjoy the movie. I do and I don't, I, I, know, I don't know why I, I always think I don't. Because I do. <laughs> I really like the movie, too. Um, I would like to do something we don't normally do, and I want to talk about... Um, oh, first of all, happy Pride, everybody. Whoop, whoop, first day of Pride. First day of Pride. Just want to celebrate you guys. And, yeah, happy Pride. Whoop, we, whoop. as allies, support you, and hopefully you support us, too. Because we're amazing. Perfection. We are. Honestly, could it get better? No. I'll answer. Yeah. I'll answer. Exactly. Um, yeah, I just wanted to throw that in there. I saw your wristband and I was like, we haven't talked about oh, yeah. that yet. So yeah, happy Pride, everybody. And okay, so I want to talk about a few things we didn't like. Okay. I have a couple specific things I didn't like. So I just wanted to go through my first one. Okay. This probably is one of yours, too. Honestly, a lot of these are probably a mutual thing. Um. Bruce Banner and Natasha's relationship is a no-go for me. Nope. It'll always be a no-go for me. People are like, but they were meant to be together. And I was like... But why? Is it because nobody else was single? Like, yeah. whatever Steve had a hard-on for Peggy still? And, like, Hawkeye was married and Thor and Jane, Tony and Pepper... It just didn't they make just, any sense. It was, it was, we. It was funny because the whole movie, TJ and I were like, she had better chemistry with this person, and she really did. We were joking, but she really did have better chemistry with all these other people. She had better chemistry with Wanda. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which. I mean. I'd I'd watch be that. all right with it. Yeah. All right. Okay. The Scarlet yeah. Witch and the Black Widow. I love a color combo. Absolutely. Yeah. So I hated that. I felt like they were. It's like you just get a, a maroon. <laughs> Love a maroon. Maroon. Yeah. Um, I felt like they were weird. They really didn't seem like they were interested in each other at all. Like none of it seemed genuine. Genuine. Yeah, it wasn't authentic. It felt forced. It felt very forced. That was one of my biggest criticisms. After I saw that, I think that's why I always think I don't like this movie that much. Because them. Because that storyline just, first of all, came out of left field. Because they had no chemistry in the Avengers movie. And they've never talked about each other. Ever. If there was like little hints, like, or like little glances, like, ooh, you know. Like, oh. But there never was. And it just, it didn't make any sense. None. None. It, it was like they went. It was like Marvel Studios went. We need to give them a love story. Bruce Banner already has a love interest, who they I think they should bring back because I, I think she's great. Jennifer Connelly. Um, no, although I do love her. Um, it was actually Liv Tyler. That's right. I um, forgot. She played Betty Ross, General Ross's daughter. Yeah. Um, I would love. Did Jennifer Connelly play? <clears throat> she did in the two thousand three movie. Eric Bana's movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. I thought she was a better one, but <laughs> I love Liv Tyler too. I do like Liv Tyler. Um, but it was just so random. 
And so weird that they're all of a sudden... Like, in love? Yeah. It was... Even if, like, I would get it if they had planned... I don't think this was at all a planned out scenario. I think that they were just like, they need love interest, people want <clears throat> romance. Here you go. Take them. Okay, we want genuine love interest, not Forrest. And they're, like, really good friends in real life. And I think my ongoing theory is that they also didn't think it was, like, a good enough plot line, which is why they probably don't have any chemistry, because they both probably were like, this is so out of left field. Like, why do I have to have a love interest? One. They don't really even bring it up again after this movie. Because pe- people were so mad. There, There is one moment in Infinity War when Natasha comes back and she sees Bruce and she's like, or he's like, hey, Nat. And she's like, hey, Bruce. And that's it. Like, there's nothing, um, nothing. That goes back to it. Yeah. Well, because people were very upset. Probably because they had <clears throat> no, chem- she had more chemistry with fucking Thor. Who they barely spoke. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't have chemistry with Chris Hemsworth? I feel like you have to be dead in the ground. And a even lesbian. Then, even then. <laughs> even then. I don't know. I could see him turning a few lesbians. Mm, probably. He's a stunning, stunning specimen. Mm. Yes, he is. So that was one of my fatal flaws of this movie. If this was not in this movie, I think I probably would just genuinely love it. Yeah. Number two. Probably a more important flaw, but one I can overlook more so than the Natasha and Bruce thing, is they're so disconnected from each other. Mm-hmm. It just seems like there's like no, <clears throat> there's no cooperation. Pun intended. Thank you for your cooperation. Well, thank you for your cooperation. Yes. Um, it just felt like disconnected. The teamwork just wasn't there. At the beginning of the movie, there. Getting ahead of myself. At the beginning of the movie, like the first like fifteen minutes of this movie yes. are, Great. I think visually some of the best scenes. Yep. And they're working as a team. They're working together. It feels like a, a continuation of Avengers. I agree. Which is great because that's what they're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. But then, like you said, th- there's um, it's disjointed. It's disconnected. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. It's just weird. It's very weird. And it's uncomfortable because mm-hmm. you like, I don't know, it might have been for good reason that they did that to make you like, because this movie is setting up civil war, mm-hmm. essentially. So I think that's like purposeful, their disjointedness. Yeah. Still, it just makes the Avengers feel less Avengery. Yeah. It just isn't as, I don't know, it just didn't feel as cooperative or like much as much of a co-op as the other movie felt. Um and last thing, and then I'll all stop shitting on it, and we can hand it over to TJ. <laughs> last thing was, um, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen this movie, it's literally TJ and I just said it's been eight years. Mm-hmm. You can actually just go on Disney+. Plus If you don't have a Disney+, Plus, um, I don't know, bootleg it. It's so easy. Please don't bootleg it. That's yes. going to take Either away. Either buy it on iTunes or stream it on yeah, Disney+. Yeah, that's going to take away money from, I mean, not that they need more money, but it's no. just, like, generally a good thing to do. Yes. Bootlegging isn't very good for the environment, a.k.a. the yes. movie industry. the environment. <laughs> just don't do it. It's rude. It is rude. It's rude. That'd be like if you bootlegged our podcast and we never got your, like, listen. Literally. That sucks. Yeah. I really need that, like, stati- we really need it more than them. Anyway, I digress. Um, in this movie, there's a character that we don't 
while we kind of revisit. And his name is Pietro. Oh, that's what I thought you were going with. Okay. And he happens to, spoiler alert, die at the very end. And every single time, it's just as like, ugh. Like, come on. I wanted to know more. Well, first, it was a great casting choice. It was. Um, even though I think in, in his personal life, he's a little bit, bit of an odd duck, but I don't know him personally. So I, I, maybe he's he very nice. You old woman? Yeah. And it's weird. Sounds pedophilic to me. Yeah. Because well, wasn't wife. he like 17? Yeah. And she was like 48. Yeah. But again, whatever blows your hair back. Sounds like child grooming. A little bit. Anyways, regardless of what I think of his personal life, I think he's a good actor. He's very good at doing weird. I agree. And um, he's great at doing accents, too. Mm -hmm. um, and he he commits mm -hmm. to the role, mm -hmm. you know? I thought he was a great quick, a, a great Quicksilver. I agree. What was funny is that at the same time that he was introduced, Evan Peters was introduced as Quicksilver in first class in X-Men. That's true. They were both kind of introduced around the same time. And same they, year, I think, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And everyone was confused because they were like, how are you going to do both? Because nobody actually knew the science behind, like, Marvel didn't own X-Men anymore. Or they didn't have rights to them anymore. Right. Anyway, now Marvel has rights to them. And they obviously put a play on that during um, WandaVision when Evan Peters' Quicksilver showed up. Mm -hmm. So that's what I meant by revisiting. They haven't really brought back um, Aaron Taylor-Johnson. But they have touched on Quicksilver again. Yeah. I honestly thought, kind of, since we're on the topic of Quicksilver, um, I thought for sure he was going to come back. And well, he does come back in one division, but even then, it's not him. It's mm -hmm. Ralph Boner. Mm -hmm. Ralph um, Boner. <laughs> Boner. <laughs> that's from the show. That's not yeah. you saying. No, no, that's literally. I mean, it is funny because yeah. I mean, you know. Boner. Um. I thought for sure in WandaVision or even in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, even if it was a variant, I thought for sure Quicksilver was going to come back. I was hoping for it. Um, because they still talk about him mm -hmm. pretty prevalently. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I just, I, I keep hoping. I do too. I do too. Yeah. I was pretty bummed when he died because Quicksilver is actually a pretty cool comic book character. He does... Yeah. A lot of cool things his power is kind of expansive as far as like it's not just speed he actually like i think his powers evolve too throughout time yeah eventually he actually exactly what you just said time he eventually is able to con control how fast he goes to go back or go forward in time yeah um similar to barry allen but um i watched a youtube video actually comparing the two and quicksilver is supposed to be much much stronger oh mm-hmm because he's, he's a mutant. He's, he's a mutant. Yeah. So, so he, he's evolved. Not, I mean, he's not, he's not a mutant in Avengers because he was given his powers. Mm -hmm. But in the comic books, he was born with them. No, he was born with them in Avengers. He was born with them. The Mind Stone amplifies Oh, them. that's right. Yeah. So that's why he evolves. It unlocked them, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. No, they had slight powers before. Because remember, she moved like... like oh, yeah. Whatever, yeah. rocket or whatever. Yeah. I forgot. They So are they... Actually, his actually you might be right. His unlocked, hers evolved. I, I think, think you're so. right. I think you're right. His because he couldn't go fast. I didn't think, but I don't know. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know that much about him. No. <laughs> Which I wish we did. I wish yeah. we. That was one of the other sad parts of the movie um, that I was disappointed in. So yeah, I agree. Um, 
Well, since we're talking about things we don't like, um, do you have any more? I'm good. Those are my three mains. So I don't know if I have three, but I do have a couple. Um, one of the, so I do love that Hawkeye has a bigger part in this movie because mm-hmm. I know when the Avengers movie came out, he was pretty upset. He was pretty vocal about um, his role in the first movie mm-hmm. because he spent most of the movie being a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, Hawkeye is a pretty minor character, even in the comic books. Um, but he's still a very interesting character. I love him. He's one of my favorites. Um, he, yeah, like yours is Black Widow. My favorite's Hawkeye, mm-hmm. so which, which is, is funny, kind of funny. Which is yeah, funny. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, oh, like meant to be. <laughs> I was gonna say it's very like faithful. Yeah, it's funny because TJ and I have both gotten each other like our favorite characters' gifts. So like I got TJ a Hawkeye hat. TJ actually got me a cent like Black Widow centric gift, which is still top ten gifts I've ever gotten. <laughs> Where uh, is that book? I, never, I haven't seen it upstairs it's still like sitting up on my shelf oh that's okay i was just like i haven't seen it i actually here, so. put i actually put these thin ones up for it because i'm gonna have it showing on there oh nice it's still got the plastic wrap yeah. around it and i have don't have like it in me to unwrap it um and then i have the other one too but yeah I have, those are still upstairs i'm actually gonna bring the black widow blanket down here too speaking of black widow since we're on the topic the book got delayed again 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 yeah as to, in like not not majorly but like by a month I know. What are they doing? I have no idea. I don't know if it's pressing issues or printing issues. I don't know. Um, I thought they said it was the last time. Even the 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 art director said that this was the last time, and now they freaking switched it again. For those that don't know, I got Celine like two years ago now, the art of Black Widow, the movie, and it's been delayed like six times. Um, Did they have... They have never. They haven't released um, Art of Hawkeye, right? There's no companion it's not, to that n- yet. Right? Not on Amazon yet. I look every week. Don't get that one. <laughs> you have to get it quick though, because otherwise they go I fast. Have, I have the. I have the like yeah. alert on my phone. And they go up in price too. I know. Um, I know. After I, they come out. I was like. I, not always, but usually. I figured I'd tell you that one so that you don't get it immediately. But I. That I'll, was like. I'll let you know. <laughs> I was like, I gotta get that for TJ because he got me Art of Black Widow. And then, like, I don't know. It's our favorite characters. Uh, I was actually going to get us. Oh, my God. I have to tell you this. I'm sorry, podcasting world. I have to tell TJ this. Um, I'm getting us uh, college sweatshirts, but, like, with our favorite characters. But for no reason. I'm literally ordering them on Friday. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. <laughs> One's, yours is Barton. Oh, like says, college like, style? Yeah. yeah. like But, like, it says, like, Barton, like, across the chest with, like, an emblem. Like, that's the Hawkeye emblem. Yeah. And mine's... Um, Romanoff. Romanoff. Yeah. yeah. With like whatever. the Black Widow. Yeah. Emblem. Yeah. It's so cool. Yeah. So I was like, oh, it's so fun. Anyway. I love it. A cool sweatshirt. It's a t-shirt so... or sweatshirt? Sweatshirt. Hell yeah. Her neck. Well, Hell her yeah. Neck. Anyway, I'm. I got like the. It's a pre-order because they like sold, sell out really quickly, and she's really? stocking on Friday. So I, I like. Got, oh, it's like, like a store. The... It's an Etsy store. Yeah. She okay, sells yeah. out of them very quickly. Oh, I'm sure. Because she does it on her own with her cricket and stuff, which I'm sure your mom could probably do, but it's like. Yeah. She actually stenciled it herself and stuff. So Wow. Yeah. Fancy. Anyway, isn't that exciting? It's exciting. <laughs> um anyways, yeah, it's a, it's on the topic of yeah. Hawkeye, so that's yeah. fine. Even if it wasn't, I don't care. <laughs> Get bent. <laughs> um it's in the colors too. So yours is like a black and purple and mine's like a black and red. Like sweatshirt's black? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. No, it's not like a purple. <laughs> I'm like I would never get that for you. I don't think that would look good on me. 
Look like a big grape. I don't think purple looks good on very many people. There's like Not very dark purple. Yeah, there's very few people. Um. Yeah. So Hawkeye. Hawkeye. He was upset with his role in the first movie. Yeah. Um. Which I kind of get because, like, like I said, he was kind of a minor character. So he wanted a bigger part in this movie. And he got it. I like it now. I did not like it then because it felt so out of left field. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, he just all of a sudden has this family. Yeah. Yeah. And no one knows about it. And he leaves them on on their own all the time. I did love that. Nat knew. Yes. Now, I love it. Yes. Because it works for his character. But, at the time, it just, again, just felt very dis- discombobulated. Mm-hmm. It just was like... Like, why? Like, are we just, like, trying to make shit up now to make shit up? Yeah. So, yeah, it just... It felt off, and I didn't love it at the time. Mm-hmm. But now I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I had another one. I can't remember what. Speaking of Hawkeye, well, you think. Yeah. Um, if you guys have seen the show Hawkeye, you'll know that Hawkeye's wife is actually, there are the questions surrounding it. And I've, we talked about this in our Hawkeye podcast. Like, why does he just leave his wife with nothing to protect them? In the country, in the middle of nowhere. In the middle of nowhere. How does he do that? How is he comfortable? He's literally an Avenger. Yeah. Does he not think? Does he not know? Come to find out in Hawkeye, she is the Mockingbird special agent mm-hmm. known for her badassery. Literally. She's, she's a lot like Black Widow. Literally. A lot I would like, love to see her story. She's, she's like a mix between Black Widow and Hawkeye. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like she has a lot of hand-to-hand combat, but she also... Has perfect aim. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Perfect aim. Um, Kind of cool that, that she also married someone who has perfect aim. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would love to see that story. What's her name? Laura Barton. Laura Barton. Yeah. Um, one of the other things that I didn't like was, um, maybe that was it. I don't know. I know like there was, it's a brief moment with Thor when all of a sudden he leaves and he goes into like the cave of yeah, whatever. That... They don't really explain that. Other than he had a vision of the Infinity Stones. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, oh, I remember the, the other thing. Vision now I like. Mm-hmm. Because I can't see anyone else playing Vision. Mm-hmm. At the time, I thought Vision was so lame. <laughs> Nothing against Paul Bettany because he's no. he's a great actor. Yeah. I mean, dude is very diverse. Yeah. Um, he's just kind of a boring character in this movie. And all of a sudden, he's just... He's no longer Jarvis. He's he's the Vision. Yeah. Which they call him the Vision a lot. And it's funny. They don't call him the Vision. He's just Vision now. I know. Because it was weird. Yeah. It was uncomfortable for them to call him the Vision. Right. Um. So that was one where I was just like, okay, so he's a new character. But he's kind of boring. He is kind of boring. Um, And he's like, not really that cool. <laughs> Very comic book accurate, but yes. I was like, eh. Um, but I guess those are some of mine. Um, do we want to talk about favorite things now? 
I actually have a good transition from yours to mine. Go for it. One of my favorite parts was um, when Vision is talking, he's like, I don't know how I'm going to make you guys trust me. I really, you know, don't know. I guess it'll just have to be something that you learn. I don't, I have no way of proving to you that I'm good. And then he picks up Thor's <laughs> hammer. And only those who are worthy can pick up his hammer. Essentially, anyone that's really good can pick up their hammer. And he picks it up and they all go, well, <laughs> and just get up. And they're like, all right. That's <laughs> how Thor's like, okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> Um, I think the reason why he was worthy is because he was literally just born and he's, was very pure. Why do you think that Cap eventually became worthy? I actually saw something about this. Mm -hmm. What did it say? It said the reason why Cap wasn't able to before, um, because he doubted himself Mm. because he was frozen and came back and he didn't. He didn't think he was worthy to wield, not wield, but he didn't think he was worthy to be there. Yes. He didn't deserve it. He, mm-hmm. because he's, he's a man out of the man at a time, mm-hmm. you know, literally. Mm-hmm. And he didn't feel like that he deserved to be where he was at until end game when he, figured out his purpose why he was there mm-hmm. and he became worthy mm-hmm. something along those lines i was like that's a really good explanation that for is it a very good explanation. um like i'm i'm probably butchering it but but essentially that's like the gist of it um yeah i, I just think because vision was still so pure and new knew that he was worthy you know it could be that vision's a computer that he too. really everything is done logically. Yeah. So he doesn't do anything out of spite or like anger. Right. I think that he's not an emotional creature, which could also make him worthy. Right. And he is, but he isn't. He eventually becomes emotional. Yeah. Because yeah. he's like a combination could, of Ultron and Jarvis. Which could lead to your thing about him being pure. He would didn't have any expo he wasn't exposed to anything yet. No. Um Yeah. What were you saying was your favorite thing? The, the hammer. Was there anything else with that? Oh. Another that favorite? It? Or was there anything with that one in particular? Oh, no, no, no. That was it. Oh, okay. You can keep going then. Um, another favorite is probably, I don't know if it's really going to be a favorite for anybody else. Um, how Natasha acts with Clint's kids. Um, like TJ said it during the movie. He was just like, you would just wouldn't think she'd be good with kids. No, because we were watching and I said, I love how good she is with his kids. Yeah. Because you she, wouldn't think she would no. be. And how much she loves them. And they all call they all call her Auntie Nat. And mm-hmm. they even named their baby, their son, after Natasha. Who they thought was going to be a girl. Yeah, they, th- they thought it was going to be Natasha. It became Nathaniel. Mm-hmm. Um, Nathaniel Pietro. Because Pietro saved Clint's life. Mm-hmm. So, I just really liked that softness. I feel like up until now, we really haven't gotten to see her be soft. Like, not really. There have been touches here and there of little bits of emotion, but really this was, like, the first time you saw her, like, humanized mm-hmm. to the point where she's just a human. She, like, just wants what we all want. You know, she's not just an Avenger. Because I think we forget that sometimes, that they're not just heroes. Mm-hmm. They have lives. Yes. Do you have anything more to say about that? Nope. So it kind of leads me into one of my favorite parts, was I like when they show them just being people. Me too. Like with Natasha, with his kids, 
I like seeing that softer side of her mm -hmm. and because she's so hard all the time and she's mm -hmm. so cold, mm -hmm. but that's just how she was raised. Mm -hmm. And to see her care so much about her kids, her, or their kids. About, about their kids. Um, it's just like a side you don't really get to see of her. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah, she's done a lot of bad things, you know, a lot of bad things, mm -hmm. but she still has good in her. You know, and I think that she innately wants to be a good person, so. but she was just trained to not be. Um, so that is one thing I love about this movie is you do get to see them more just like essentially hanging, hanging out. Mm -hmm. You know, you get to see them in Avengers Tower, messing around, trying to pick up like Mjolnir. Yeah. Um, you get to see them after they were defeated by Ultron. You see me friends. Yeah, you get to, you get to see see them interact mm -hmm. instead of fighting mm -hmm. you know which I, I think is great mm -hmm. um i'd say something that probably a lot of the more recent movies don't do um because they don't it's they don't time because mm -hmm. they're, they're trying to tell so much story mm -hmm. you do get to see a little bit a little bit of that in endgame mm -hmm. but not much um so yeah that's kind of led me into one, a good my, transition. My, one of my favorite parts what's um, another one of yours so, at this point, um, Dark World had been released, but not Ragnarok. Mm -hmm. And we really had seen Thor be funny just in his first movie, a little bit in the Endgame movie. I'm not Endgame, sorry, the Avengers movie. I liked that they, like, be you began to see his, like, comedic mm -hmm. timing come out. Just by the way he was talking, the way he did stuff, and, like, his swagger. It's <laughs> just mm -hmm. so funny. Uh and I, and I didn't know then, but, like, they're leading you into Ragnarok, where he mm -hmm. is just funny. Thor was... Thor was a complicated character. Because I don't know if they knew how they wanted to handle him. Yeah. You know, I think at first they wanted to respect Norse mythology. And try to give the character as much justice as possible. Mm -hmm. You know, but I don't think anybody cared. <laughs> so, you know, I don't think people were that invested into Norse mythology. I don't. I agree. I don't know if it was the North 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 Norse mythology, or if they wanted a more serious tone. Yeah. You know, like like what they kind of did with Doctor Strange a little bit too. Yeah. I think they wanted a more darker, more like horror esque tone. More of a gritty character. Yeah, a little gritty, but like. As much as I love me some Chris Hemsworth, he's a pretty one-note actor. And as much as I love Thor, Thor's pretty 2D. Yeah. Like, he really is just what he is. It, he's he, a brute. Yeah. He's a brute and he's He's, he's like Hulk. Yeah, and he has no self-awareness whatsoever. Thinks that he was raised uh, basically a prince. He has no... He doesn't even claim to know what's like good for mankind he doesn't even say he's just like i don't know yeah what whatever yeah you know like he just laughs so i think like the idea was that they wanted somebody gritty and like dark and deep and i'm not saying chris hemsworth's a bad actor i don't think he is but i just don't think that thor is the right acting role to deep dive into your like psyche yeah he's i mean if there was ever a superhero that was just like an all-american athlete it's definitely thor yeah he's just like the quarterback yeah i i think they realized that they needed to change 
their approach with Thor. Yeah. Because nobody's liking him at this point. No. Well, The Dark World is one of the worst rated Marvel movies next to Eternals now. <laughs> um, because it just... It's just not a great movie. No. It's just kind of boring. You know, it's just... And it's funny because it actually is a very important movie because it introduces the reality stone. Yep. But it's almost like I just don't care that much that they introduced it. You I know? don't even need to see it again. I really haven't really I, watched I, it. I did the solo pod, podcast on that one because you're yeah. like, I don't want to watch it. <laughs> no, it's like, and I, don't, I rarely say that to you, yeah. too. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you get, like you said, you get to see some changes with Thor this movie. Not... Not big ones, but you do. He does get a little bit more comedy time, mm-hmm. um, and they're yeah they're setting it up for Ragnarok, which I think is the best Thor movie. It's it might As be actually now. one of my favorite like non Avenger mm-hmm. movies in yeah. the Marvel universe. Yeah, I love that they leaned into his comedy. He's he's a funny actor. He I love so I love actors that. My my favorite kind of humor is humor that catches you off guard, mm-hmm. where they do something and you go, "Oh my god, did that just happen?" And that's Thor a lot, where he'll like do something and you're like, "Did that just happen?" In the theater, when he said, <clears throat> "We work together," and you find out he's that a he, friend from work. He's a friend from work. <laughs> and you find out that a little kid told him to say that. So cute. And he was just like, "It's great." Yeah. And just went with it. I was like. See, that's like what's lovable about Chris Hemsworth and Thor. Yeah. Like it's just like he's like, Yeah, let's do it. Let's yeah. use that line. I so my, my mom and my sister hate that he's like not the funny one. Which I don't whatever. It's a different discussion. Just because he's beautiful doesn't mean he can't be funny. Right. Okay? I love that that they're going that route with him because he's kind of a corny character. When you would think about it, he yes. kind of is. And I just love that they're um, like you always say, leaning into it, and that. Um, I had a different phrase, and I can't think of it now. But um, that they changed their approach with his character, mm-hmm. and um, he's he's kind of the butt of the joke, <laughs> and he, and that's what makes him funny is he doesn't realize it. No, you not know, at all. he's just like not at all. He'll like do something, and he'll be like, "Yeah, I did that," you know, and they're like. They're, they're okay. like, did you actually but do that? Did you realize you just did that? <laughs> you know? And he's like, yeah. Yeah. And? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I love about him. It's just so funny. He's um, yeah. so nonchalant. Yes, exactly. He's, he's like, that, And I think that's what makes it funny. That's probably why I, th- I, why I like him a lot. I feel like I can be a little bit of like a, what? Yeah. What's funny? Like, yeah. I don't know. So I, I, I relate to that. Um, I am also dead inside, which is why I relate to Natasha. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Hers is for like good reason. I'm just a nine to five working bitch. Yep. Yeah. That's really all I had. Um, so one of my favorite, I think we kind of went back and forth. Um, one of my favorite moments, not even moment, is the introduction of a character um, that I didn't know would eventually become one of my favorites. Um, one second. So, yeah, we get Quicksilver, and then we also get introduced to the Scarlet Witch, who isn't called the Scarlet Witch at this point. They do call her a witch. 
You're going to let that little witch get in your head? Yep. Exactly. That's what Tony says. So, like, they're alluding to it, which is, I think, kind of cool. Um, we get introduced to Wanda Maximoff. I think you and I fell in love with Wanda consecutively at, like, the same time. Like, we, like, progressed into being obsessed with her. Yeah. For me, it was... Well, when was it for you? I would say that I was... Start, I loved her in Endgame when she went against Thanos. Mm-hmm. And I like you finally saw, like... Like, she probably would have killed him if he didn't rain fire. Yeah. You know? Like, I was just like, damn, she's that strong. That was when I was like, I think we've underestimated her. And then in WandaVision, when you really get to, like, see how much pain she's in, mm-hmm. and you're like... Okay, same. I was like, wait, I want to see if we're on the same path. <laughs> yeah, well, so I, like, started to like her in Endgame. I really yeah. didn't think anything of her, really, till then. I didn't have too many. I love Elizabeth Olsen. She's great. Yeah. I think she really, like, was dedicated to the role. She, 100%. as I say, leaned in. Mm-hmm. And then in WandaVision, when you see... When they put into picture and perspective what she's been through, you're just kind of like, wow. And then you see how strong she is and how she's... Because you've been, we've been hearing for years that Wanda Maximoff is one of the strongest Marvel characters, to even to the extent where she could be stronger than Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. And we see, we've seen glimpses of it. Even in um, Age of Ultron, we see it. Yeah, we do. We see, like, bare-bones glimpses. where Just, like, these, like, seconds that just snap in pun intended and snap out and you're mm-hmm. like oh shit like it's like that like she's that strong and then you get to wandavision where they finally explore how strong she is and then yeah. you get to doctor strange and you understand okay yeah she's exceptional yeah so we even didn't didn't hate this spoiler alert we already reviewed it but doctor strange we even like talked about how wanda's like not the villain for us in that no because like it's not wrong. Relatable. Well, so I said this to my friend, um, Petra. Who, Petra, if you're listening, hi. Um, I said this to her. I'm like, because she has kids. I said, who wouldn't move heaven and earth to get back their children? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, she's not wrong. No. It is wrong, but she's not wrong because any parent would, granted, she made them up. Any parent would do the same. She made it them, felt real to her. Existed yes. in other universes, so obviously it was a possibility for yes. her. Yes, and it, it felt real to her. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, because I, you know, I, I don't think she's the villain. No. Um. I don't think you'll ever catch us saying she's a villain. No, I under. I don't. I'm not saying what she did is right, but I understand her pain mm-hmm. because, literally, that's what any parent would do. Hundred percent. And with superpowers, you bet your ass. You bet your bippy. You bet your bippy. Um, I don't know what a bippy is, but I bet it. I bet it. Um, so one of the things that in X-Men, kind of going back a little bit here, is with the mutants, when they're, when they get their powers usually when they hit puberty, mm-hmm. when they, or they, or they go through a traumatic event, mm-hmm. it can happen really little too. Mm-hmm. If you notice, in, in Age of Ultron, we we see a glimpse of how powerful she is. Mm-hmm. And it's when a traumatic event happens, when her brother is shot. Mm-hmm. And she screams and literally Decimate. evaporates yeah. and decimates every single thing around her. Living thing. Or, well, they were robots, but you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah. And, like, that was a cool moment. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was super sad, but... She felt such a strong emotion that... The fact that she knew. Knew what? That he was dead. Oh, yeah. That she just felt it. Yes. 
and it it um I can't think of the word. I know the word, but I don't know how to say it. But it um what word? exasperated. Yeah. Is that is that right? Yeah. It exasperated her powers. Yeah. And it just sounded wrong in my head. Um. So that's where you see a glimpse mm -hmm. of. Okay, she's. A little scary. Yeah. Um, and then when you see her again in, I think it's Civil War, you again get to see how powerful she is. Nothing really bad happens to her in that movie. Mm -hmm. But then in Endgame, or uh, Infinity War even, mm -hmm. when she has to kill Vision. Mm -hmm. And again, traumatic event that... Mm -hmm would amplify her powers and then again in endgame when she tries to kill Thanos, what you brought up she tries to kill thanos and had he not rained fire she probably would have killed him because she's strong enough right because she was 100 percent in the anger mode of grieving mm -hmm. and would cut a bitch yeah she would have killed him yes I'm fully convinced that if he hadn't done that she would have killed him i think she would have split him right in half mm -hmm. Which would have been amazing. But, I kind of wish that's how it ended. Right? Um, <clears throat> Not that I don't love the ending. I do. You what? Not that I don't love the ending. I do. Oh, yes. Exactly. And then in WandaVision, why I love the show is because you don't know what's going on. Mm -hmm. And it isn't until with each consecutive episode, you're like, oh, she's really powerful. Like she literally made up a whole world to try and process her grief. And we've talked a lot about WandaVision, too. Mm -hmm. We even have a whole podcast on it. Mm -hmm. um, but how much trauma she has gone through that has amplified her powers to the point that she created a whole world, created children. Out of nowhere. To literal, literal thin air. Mm -hmm. To cope with her grief mm -hmm. and in Dr. Strange and the Multiverse of Madness it's like the beginning of the end of her grief you know she's finally made peace right she's made peace with it she's realized her potential and how powerful she actually is definitely I don't think the last we've seen of Wanda no um, but my whole point with this whole spiel is They've been planting the seeds all along, how powerful she is. Mm -hmm. And I actually said that in the movie. Do you remember? I was like, yeah. we should have known then. Yeah, you did. Mm -hmm. And I just, I love that because I think it just makes for a, a, a great character, great storytelling, mm -hmm. and just fucking badass. Just a badass, yeah. you know? And that's why she's probably now, other than Tony, she's probably one of my more current favorite characters mm -hmm. but it took time it wasn't right away no same so not at all yeah i loved her i'm so glad that she's still in this universe i don't think she'll be done anytime soon she loves this role she's very committed and she's read all the comics that have to do with wanda yeah and i just i can't wait to see where her story goes i know i'm so excited um i need her to get her own movie there's all rumor but I've heard that she could possibly get her own, own movie, which she'd be the first 
character to get a TV show and a movie. Oh, oh, that's not true. Her own TV show and her own movie, if it yeah, happens. I, say, yeah, she I was thinking of Loki, but yeah. Loki didn't have his own movie. Uh-uh. Um, so that'd be amazing. Yeah, I would love her own movie. And I think people really like her, too. Yeah. Um. Anyways, that was my very long spiel about why that that Wanda was one of my favorite favorite things to come out of this movie. And take take care. (laughs) Thank you for coming. Um, Do you have any? I know you said you didn't have any more. Did you think of any other favorites? No, I think I'm I'm done. Okay. Um. I did have one more. No, I can't remember. Remember. Remember who you are. Okay, Mufasa. Thank you for knowing. <laughs> Thank you. I've said that to people and they've given me the most blank stare. And I'm like, did you never have a childhood? The Lion King, Mufasa. Thank you. Remember Simba. Simba. Remember who you are. Okay. Um, I can't think of another one, but um Oh, Ultron. That's what I wanted to talk about. Oh shit. Like the name the of, name I, like, of I know movie. there was another one. So Okay, Ultron, at the time I kind of thought he was a lame character. Cause he's a big character. I I haven't read this comic book arc, but I know he's a big character in the comic books. Mm-hmm. And they've kind of been hinting at him again. So mm-hmm. I have a feeling he'll he'll become he'll be coming back. In James, some way, shape, or form. James Spader had said he would do it again. Yes. Because even in Doctor Strange, even though it was a, a, um alternate universe, mm-hmm. they mentioned Ultron. Yeah. So he's still he's still somewhat prevalent in in the universe still. Yeah. At the time I thought he was a really lame villain. Because I'm like, okay, he's a robot. Yeah. Who wants to take over the world? What else? Like, original. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, now. Will Smith. What? Is it okay, Will Smith. Yeah, exactly. Um, but again, now that it's, we've seen what what the Infinity Stone saga has given us mm-hmm. and what Marvel is giving us now, which is hit or miss lately, I actually really like him. Mm-hmm. And again, he's not wrong. <laughs> You said it earlier. Like, <laughs> it was Ultron is my all-time favorite villain because my dude literally went on the internet for five minutes and was like, human race has got to go. I mean... <laughs> Ultron's a logical being, for the most part. You know? Yes. he He sees the human race for what what it all stands for and if you really think about it we're kind of garbage people not you and me well okay <laughs> some days we feel garbage but um if you just think about current events yes. right if you had a robot that came and literally uploaded the entire internet database with just current events just the last let's say 5 years right you think that robot wouldn't try to decimate the entire human race right and people are like, shooting up schools of of children you think they're not gonna be like mm. right like y'all got some fucked up we have wars for no reason yes 
<laughs> and this whole Pornhub thing, <laughs> y'all nasty. Y'all need Jesus. Uncomfortable. <laughs> Why are we sharing this with each other? Right. Tiffany, get off. <laughs> we know we know there are horny sluts in your area, okay? I'm one of them. No, I'm kidding. Me. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Me, girl. Um, yeah, so like I love James Spader. I've yeah. loved James Spader ever since like Pretty in Pink. I don't know who's in that movie. Yeah. I've never seen he it. He actually so. had... I know. I'm sorry. He actually had, like, long hair, and he's kind of a stud back then. Oh. Um, I'm a blacklister. Watch the show. He's great. He's a very good anti-villain. Anti-hero, sorry. Yeah. He's, like, toes the line. And he's got a, such a standout voice. Yes. He really does. Like, it's so creepy. Just, he just rumbles and he talks so yeah. slow. And you're like... It's almost... I think I said it when we were watching the movie. It's like a Morgan Freeman type voice. Very distinct. You know, very distinct where you're like, oh my, yep, that's him. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he's gotten that voice until he got older. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Which is Which is interesting. why he gets a lot of work now, I think. Yeah. Because it... It... It, um, it makes him stand out. Yeah. Makes him distinct. Yeah. He... I'm going to make a big statement, okay? About Ultron. Ultron is... And was back then one of my favorite villains. Because I love a villain that's just relatable. Because <laughs> I was like... My dad actually said this back when we saw it in theaters. He was like... But like... <coughs> wouldn't you... If you saw the news, wouldn't you, as a robot that thinks logically and basically thinks on paper what it is, wouldn't you also be like, yeah, you guys have to be extinct for us to start new? And I was like, that's a great way to think it. If I just was born, like, as an adult and I saw everything on the news and I had superpowers, would I think, these people deserve this planet? Yeah, if you were able to see the whole span of the human race, black and white. And don't forget, he's a computer. He can analyze, like, future... Yeah. Events. Like, yeah. He, I mean, he can't, he's not a psychic, but he can, like, predict what it's going to turn into, what it's going to tumble into, eventually rolling out of control into a world war, whatever. Yeah. So, it, is he really a villain, or is he just right? Again, right. I have the Wanda effect. Did right. he kill a lot of people? Sure. But didn't the Avengers, too? Yeah. But that's what, that is what I think makes 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 the Marvel movies and the Marvel villains so great mm-hmm. is that they don't just they're not just doing shit to do shit. They have a reason. And are they wrong? Not really. Loki was wrong. Yeah, Loki was an asshat. Yeah. But because like, he just wanted the throne. Yeah, like, dude, grow up. But another good example is um Shang-Chi, his dad. Yeah. He just wanted his wife back. Yeah. It's like very similar to Wanda. She just wants her life back. Right. I think when you give the villain a reason why they do things, it makes you sympathize with them. I don't sympathize with Ultron. I understand him, but you know what I mean? Yeah, as a robot, I'm not exactly like right for his corpse. Right. But like, you you understand. Like I was, from the get, I was like, and that's why he's also very scary because he has no mercy because he's like, no, you'll do it anyway. Right. Yeah. Because he doesn't have that. The, um, he doesn't have a brain. He's he a do- computer. Right. He doesn't have... He doesn't feel emotion. Yeah. He has no emotion. He has no empathy. Right. Which, again, goes back to Vision. He's just like him, but he 
He builds. He's, he's different. They explained it. Vision is a, um, like a computer, like a learning computer. Like people, you can buy a computer that learns like your schedule and whatever. Mm -hmm. And eventually it'll start to do things for you. Like, you know, turn on at 8, 8 a.m. or whatever. It's a yeah. smart computer. Vision's like that. He learns that emotions from the people around him, the Avengers. And he eventually learns to fall in love. And he learns to, that the human race is worth saving for him. So mm -hmm. he learns things. Ultron is not, doesn't have those capabilities yet. Mm -mm. Nope. So, maybe eventually? Maybe. Maybe. But that's what makes him and Vision so distinct is that Vision believes that mankind can do good. Mm. I agree with Ultron. I kind of agree with Ultron because I think people in general suck. <laughs> but um, Vision believes that people can do better. Mm -hmm. A little naive, but... <laughs> Probably why he was worthy. Right. That naivete. Yep. But yeah, I, I guess now that like like I said, now that the movie's been out a while, I've seen it over and over a bunch of times, it's like he's not wrong. He's <laughs> just not going about it the right way. He's really not. He's not wrong. No. And which is why he's one of my favorite villains, is because I think he was like one of the first ones where you're just kinda like Relatable. Yeah. <laughs> like you're like, eh. I get it. I get it. You know. Yeah. It was one of my first ones. I think that's I think why Wanda wasn't so much of a villain for me. A lot of people were like, she's the bad guy. And I was like, mm. no. no. I thought Doctor Strange was more the bad guy than her, honestly. Yeah, I agree. Like that selfish asset. In that movie. Yeah, in that movie. That selfish asset. Like relax. Yeah, I agree. Um. Wong. Will forever be my Lord and Savior. I showed Selena meme. I was hoping you were bring that up. Um, that's that showed a picture of Thor from Love and Thunder working out, and he's pulling the Milano. And it said, it showed a picture of Thor, and it said Wong above his name. And then below the picture, it was Thor pulling the Milano, and over the Milano, it said. Um, the entire MCU. The, the the entire phase four of the MCU. Because yeah. if you think about it, Wong is kind of the anchor right now. Because he's the only one that's popped up in other things so far. Which, like, had you ever heard of that actor before this? Yeah. He was actually in a movie with Chris Evans called uh, Sunshine. Was that him? He looked very different. He was, he was nothing against the actor. He was a lot skinnier and he had hair. Yeah. That's him? Yeah. I did not know that until I saw it. I'm like, and I went went back and looked at pictures. I was like, I can see it, but I would have never known that. Isn't that, that weird? Just today years old. That's what that moment was. I know. That's the same actor? Yeah. And he's been in other things too, but I can't think of them off the top of my head. But. He looks so different. He was like very skinny. What's his name? Benedict Wong. That's right, it is Wong. Isn't that weird? His name is Wong and his name is Benedict Wong. And Benedict Cumberbatch. How do you have two Benedicts? I know. I mean, um, what a terrible name. <laughs> I, so we were, TJ and I were talking to a bunch of people on Saturday. We had people over. And, oh my God, he had so much hair. I know. Oh my God. Let me see. Even there he looks different. I know. Like, you would have never known. I'm so sorry. What? I... Like, that's not the same person. It can't be. Nope. 
He's like, I'm like a little attracted to that man. Isn't that weird? I know I saw that and I was like. That's so weird. Um. Anyway, I was talking, teaching and I were talking to people on Saturday when we were having um, like a whatever outdoor day. A Memorial Day get together. Yeah. I was trying to think of yeah. the holiday. I know. I was like, I was I like outdoor day. Yeah. Um. We're having a Memorial Day get together, and TJ. So we were asked like Benedict Cumberbatch, hot or like just movie hot, and I was like Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange, attractive. Yes. Benedict Cumberbatch, anything else at all? Like you could give me any other movie, and he could be just as buff. And if he's missing the salt and pepper hair and that facial hair, no. I believe you said he looked like a toenail. Absolutely. I won't mince words. I said he looks like a toenail. Yep. I believe you followed up and said, yeah, like a bent toenail. Yep. Oh, here. Sorry. That doesn't look like him. I know. I pulled up a picture of Benedict Wong in uh, Sun Sunshine. Not at all. That's not him. It is. Oh, here. Here's a better one. Oh, my God. It is. Yep. Oh, that's crazy. Oh, and Michelle Yo? Yeah. I she was Michelle in it too. Yeo. I knew she was in it. You yeah. never mistake who Michelle Yo is. I, I forgot she was in it though. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Anyways, I'm sorry. I had to find a picture because I was just so... I can't believe that's him. Like... I thought that was a case of like, not all Asian actors look alike. I was like, I was like oh, that's not him. Because they don't even look alike, okay? No. To give myself some credit, they don't look alike to no, me. No, at all. <laughs> Anyways, I'm sorry. What were you saying? The get together? Oh yeah, we had people. We people tend to talk to TJ and I about Marvel stuff quite a bit. I don't know why. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> and they they'll usually come up to us and say like, "Oh, like did you see this or did you see that?" And usually it's a yes. Sometimes we'll fuck with them and say no. <laughs> oh my god, right. why are you so obsessed with me? <laughs> <laughs> which which we love. We love when people oh, talk of course. to us. Um, so. They, they, they asked, like, oh, do you think so-and-so is movie hot or, like, are they real-life hot? Oh, that's what you're talking about, yeah. And so we went through a couple people and Benedict Cumberbatch was one of them. And I was like, he's not real-life hot. No. He's just Doctor Strange hot. He has nice cheekbones. He does. But that's, he like, where it ends like for me. Toenail. Yes. That's where it ends for he me. He looks like a turtle. Mm-hmm. He really does. He looks like a turtle. Yes. He seems very nice. He does. And he's very attractive as Doctor Strange. It's weird. Even when... In Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, when they showed an alternate Strange and he didn't have the beard but the salt and pepper hair, it still no hot. what? It's still hot. I didn't think so. Without without his salt and pepper hair. No, he didn't have a beard, but he still had his salt and pepper hair. Oh, I was thinking he, of the opposite. He he looks good with the beard and oh. the salt and pepper hair. Get rid of one or the other. I think even toenail. with just the beard, he looks good. Yes, it's when you get when when you can see the bottom half of his turtle face. Yeah. That's when it gets wrecked. Yep. Um, so, <laughs> salt, salt and pepper hair. I, it, it makes him hotter, but. Yes. Yeah. I agree. There's a couple other people they ask if they're movie hot or. The guy from Bridgerton. Oh yeah. Jonathan Bailey. He's hot, hot. Yes. I agree. So is the other one. There's someone else. Doesn't matter. Whatever. Anyway. But, um, okay. A couple other things I want to talk about really quick and then we'll wrap it up. One of my 
favorite things about this movie is Black Widow's costume. I know. This, other than the one in the Black Widow movie, is probably my favorite Black Widow costume. I think so, too. I love that it lights up mm-hmm. and has the blue. I think it would have been cooler if it had red. I but still so cool. Um, it's just... It's such a perfectly designed costume. So good. And I wish she actually wore it more than once. I think so, too. Um, I think they said it, w- it was a hard costume for her to wear, though, because the lights only st- stayed on for, like, 25 minutes. So she had to, like, stand in charge. <laughs> or sit in charge, I mean. You would think that they would have some better right? battery. Right? Um, I think that was this movie, or maybe it was a different movie. Almost positive it was this movie. Okay. But I loved her costume. I, I loved her batons in this. Um, or her, they're not batons. They're like billy clubs. Yeah. And they light up and they have like the electricity on the end. Yep. Very Nightwing of her. I know. Um, the batons were very cool. And it's funny because she was uber pregnant in this movie. Yeah, you told me that. I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't. And it's funny because if you watch it now, she's sitting yeah. down a lot. Or they only shoot from the neck up. And her face gets a little bit like fuller. And her chesticles get a little bit more fuller. They fuller. <laughs> Look, they weren't bad before, but mama. Yeah. Literally mama. 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 Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't even like tatas and I'd be mama. Loved her costume. It was a great, yeah, great costume that I wish she wore more more than once. Um, I also really love Scarlet Witch's look in this movie. The red jacket. Um, me and Celine actually talked about this. How more so lately, they are going more comic book accurate, which is fine. Um, it gets like in Doctor Strange, it was a little campy at points. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like the more subtle nods. Mm-hmm. Where, like, in this one, she was pretty much in all black, but then had a red jacket. Mm-hmm. Which, in a deleted scene, was actually actually Natasha's jacket. I didn't know that. They cut it for some reason. Oh, that would have been a cool little nod. Right? A little little tie-in somehow. Yeah. But I love her look. I love that it's, it's subtle Scarlet Witch. Like, you know it's Scarlet Witch without knowing it's her. Yeah. You know? Um, I really love that. And one of the things that I also liked with Scarlet Witch was they did it a lot in this movie where her eyes would turn red when mm-hmm. she used her powers. I missed that. They did it more in Doctor Strange. Yeah, they did. That which I, I, I liked. And they actually did it in a way where it was really creepy. Mm-hmm. Like they glowed. Yeah. Like when she um, opened the bunker and her mm-hmm. all you could see were her red eyes. Mm-hmm. So creepy. Um, but... Yeah, those are some of my my favorite parts. Did you have any other little favorite moments, parts? I liked, I actually really liked Pietro's costume. Yes. It was very sleek. Mm -hmm. And his comic book costume is super cheesy. So So I'm really glad that they like gave it the color nod, but definitely made him look very nice. Um, Very tight. (laughs) All of Steve's shirts in this movie don't fit and I'm okay with it. Oh, that was one of the moments I wanted to talk about. Oh, we need to talk about that for a second. None of them fit in the best way. This man 
bless him, has a hard time finding shirts that fit. Finding the right sizes that fit. And I'm very much okay with that. The fact, go ahead. No, 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 you continue. The fact that he can wear a skin tight shirt and just standing there, you can see his ab muscles. <laughs> I didn't know they made shirts that's like, instead of like it being too tight on your biceps, they actually stretched to fit your, I didn't know they made those. No. I'm super thankful for whoever made those. I am too. And um, love a shirt where you can see the outline of a pec. Mm-hmm. That was his shirts, by the way, just to give some clarification. Yep. If you didn't know. Yes. Um, his shirts did not fit. And you know what? It's like the one time I was like, thank you. Thank you so much, costume department, for this ill-fitting shirt. Because they've done it to women enough throughout cinema history. Yeah, sexualize him, baby. So why not do it to the men? Sexualize him. Yep. Show me a peck. Show me an ass. That's America's ass. It really is. God bless it. One of my favorite moments, probably one of my all-time favorite Steve Rogers moments, was when he split that log in half with his bare hands. That wasn't the noise. That was not me farting either. No. I was trying to fake it. Um I felt warm after that. <laughs> what is it about men and getting dogs? <laughs> Specifically with their parents. <laughs> I mean, I know it was styrofoam in, re in reality. You don't know that in the movie. And it is very lumbersexual. I mean, TJ and I have this like ongoing joke that Steve is his and um, Thor is mine. It's like the ongoing joke. And then we both mouth water over both of them anyway. <laughs> <laughs> We're both just like, wow, that specimen. Um, even now, even though he's not Captain America anymore, he is still in such good shape. He gets hotter as he gets older. So I'm nervous. <laughs> I don't know if I can handle it anymore. Like what happens next? <laughs> I don't know if my my imagination if can handle more. If he comes back as like a silver fox in a Marvel movie, but he's still that hot, I will... I don't know what I'll do. I don't know what I'll do. The bra Probably fell off. Throw off. <laughs> throw off. I was gonna say throw up, and then you said bra off. <laughs> the bra fell off. Oh no! Oh, oh. not wearing a shirt. Oh darn! Dang it. <laughs> Did you hear that? My underwear fell through the floor. Wow, magic! <laughs> <laughs> ooh, ah. Literally, ooh, not. <laughs> this is a box worth opening, Stevie. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Come through. Come prepared. <laughs> You're doing amazing, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you could see us go off on these tangents. So we, at one time, we did try to do video ones, but no just, one really watched them. We could just record them and put them on Facebook instead of going live. That's true. I feel like kind of, it kind of changes the dynamic a little bit, though. We do get kind of nervous on live. I don't. Okay. <laughs> I used to get nervous on live. Just kidding. I do, too, just because, like, you're, like, talking to both. Yeah. You know? So, like, I feel we like it makes for... We and just talk to the... Yeah. That would be a lot of things that I have to get I would... my camera equipment out of the bedroom. I mean, what? <laughs> don't tell people about that. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that is private. <laughs> I'll tell you more later. <laughs> I'll show you later. <laughs>
Uh, no, I'm just teasing. I don't have, I don't I don't do that, so <laughs> Sorry, no, neither is our camera equipment in our bedrooms. No. So don't go on Pornhub looking for us. No. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> At dirtyslug.com. Hashtag Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're so fun. You know, we do make each other laugh. We do. We do. And sometimes we just make ourselves laugh. Also that. Yep. But we're the same person. We are. So we're making ourselves laugh no matter what. Yep. Oh, funny. <laughs> um, do you have any final thoughts? No. Did you see this on a Friday? I did. I did too? I did. I did. Mm -hmm. I remember. Mm -hmm. I think I've seen almost every Marvel movie on a Friday. I have seen every Marvel movie on a Friday. Other than The Dark World, because I didn't see that one in the, in the theater. I actually did see that one in the theater. Probably why I hate it so much. Yeah. Um, out of ten? Um, probably a five. Or six. I'll give it a six. Really? Nah. It, no, it, that's fine. I just... I thought you liked this movie. So. I do like this movie. I was, That's why I was just surprised. Um, I do like this movie. There's a lot more that I don't like. I do like it a lot, but it's just like not my. I grade hard. Fast, yeah, you do. Heavy. <laughs> Wet. Thick. <laughs> Why does it always go that way? Oh my god! It's so funny between the both of us. <laughs> Sorry, that's my real life. <laughs> <laughs> it just always. Goes there. I don't hate it, but it's just funny. No, we just. I think it's because like we're so comfortable around each other, and I know that like it makes people uncomfortable. It's just fun. We're also hilarious. <laughs> we are. <laughs> Honestly. Um. When I initially saw this movie, I gave it a six, but I have bumped it up to a seven. That's what I was gonna say. I think it might be a seven, and initially it was a six. Yeah, I give it probably like a six point eight if I could. Yeah. Um. Just because I feel like a lot of the the, well, like like normal. The, the bad outweighs the good. Yeah. That's anything. Mm -hmm. um, but there's a lot of things I like in this movie, and there's a lot of things that I don't like. Um, it's just a very uneven movie. I feel like it's the weakest of the... Avengers? The the, the quadrilogy. Mm -hmm. Quadrilogy. Saga. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I think oh, four look is... Look at me, I'm just... no things. <laughs> I drink and I know things. <laughs> I'm just kidding, I don't actually drink. <laughs> um... I think it's the weakest out of the four. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Um, and yes, I did see it on a Friday. I can't remember if I said that. Yeah, we did. <clears throat> um, we both saw it on a Friday. Any final thoughts? Not an enchilada. All right. Well, I think if that's all we got next week, tune in for the first episode of Ms. Marvel. We'll certainly be covering that and kind of decide from there if we want to continue covering it week to week. Or episode to episode basis. We we'll, shall see. We'll, we'll see if there's enough from the first episode to talk about it. We shall see. Yeah. Other than that, if that's all we got, then TJ and Celine. Oh. Out tonight. I have to go. Uh, That's not uh, the song we're ending with, but. Um, what are we ending with? Were we gonna switch it up? Yeah.
goodbye to you. No, that wasn't the one you said. No, what did I say? <sighs> wasn't it? Oops, I did it again. Oops, I, I did it again. I did it again. I did it again. I did it again. Which is funny because she can actually sing. She actually can. But because that was what was hot at the time. Yeah, she actually has a belting voice. You like Christina Aguilera. Yeah. But because that's what was popular at the time, she did the nasal voice. Yeah, which sucks. I wish they would have left her alone. Yes, but she was a product of the environment she was in. Um, All right, no. For real. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.